Hey, good evening, Veteran Trash Talk Nation. This is Throat Punch Mondays. I'm your host, Pacific Tita, a.k.a. Len, and I'm joined with our mental health warrior, Cliff Bauman. We have Elisa, and uh, she's an author, and she's been on our show plenty times. And we have our friend, Brandy, the Medic Maven. So she's not new to podcasting, but she is one of our newest members of VTT. So... <laughs> I'm getting feedback on my, on my line. Cliff, is that you? <laughs> I muted it. Sorry. No. Okay. Um, yeah, that's me off. So it's the month of, <laughs> I'm like, mute that. it's the month of May. So, um, so it's national moving month and, um, this whole entire weekend, I've been so busy helping my sister and brother-in-law move. So they actually sold their house that is a couple, like it's by Mayport and um, they rented a pod and we're doing that. And when I think about the past of when I've moved, it's always been around May or June, right? Because um, we're, we're doing the PCS season. It's PCS season right now. And especially people with families, they're moving and it could be a lot of stress. You know, a lot of stress on the families and especially when you have little kids and you got to transfer them to schools or daycares, or if you have a child who's special needs and you have to transfer them to doctors, it gets difficult. And so, um, just remember, you know, keep, you know, keep your mental health in check when that's going on. It's also mental health awareness month. Um, Cliff, do you have anything to say? Well, you know, you know, of course, I've been posting things, obviously, because it's Mental Health Awareness Month and what, you know, my show about and what I talk about. But, you know, one thing I want to, and I did it this weekend, is I'm a big barbecue guy. I grew up in Kansas City, you know, and it's getting warm outside. We got Memorial Day, you know, coming up. And I just want to tell people, you know, it's important to take time to do the, the maintenance on your barbecue, especially if you've got a gas grill. You know, make sure everybody's clean if you hadn't used it. You know, check all the parts and do that because you don't have that that fire pop up, you know, right in the middle of you cooking your best ribs, your steak or something. So, uh, you know, I took the time, I posted on Instagram, you know, just importance of, you know, I had to rebuild my grill. Um, but then again, I grill, you know, probably four times a week all year round if it's snowing, raining or whatever. So I'm just, I'm just a big grill guy. Uh, so yeah, I just want to say that's real important, you know, make sure you continue to have fun watch yourself hydrate. Uh, it is mental health awareness month. We're wrapping it up now. We got another week or so to go. Uh, but just take that time to call that friend or family member or somebody who maybe has just gotten quiet or doesn't talk as much as they used to, uh, just to check in and see how you're doing. Just like you were saying, Lynn, you're helping out your family moving and stuff and how stressful situations those are. So uh, I just want everybody to be safe and have a happy holiday. Thanks for that, mm -hmm. um, Cliff. Um, Brandy, so how's your May going so far? What have you done this month? Um, well, it's been a wild May. Um, so I had... Um, uh, interesting Mother's Day, um, not I guess the traditional fun one. I, someone breaking my car, so I, I've been dealing so, with. Wait, know, somebody broke into your car? Oh my yeah. god, the same thing happened to me. Like I was just telling you guys, my car got vandalized. So I've been to Mega when it comes to messing with someone's ride. Like, <laughs> just why? Yeah. Um, you, you said you did a speaking event this month. Um. So I actually have one coming up next month for Texas. Mm -hmm. History Day, I guess Women's Better History Day, should I say? Um, and I'm actually pretty interested about that. They want to hear more about my story, so I'm like, uh, but That's that'll awesome. be fun. But um, I was really excited. We did have an amazing gala for the six uh, for Curtain Up Cancer Foundation. 
We raised just under $9,000 um, at the gala over the weekend in that silent auction. So that was really fun. Um, it's always fun like seeing how the theater ends up because every year all the stories are different of the cancer survivors. Awesome. And for our viewers who don't know, this is Brandy Pett, and she is, um, she has her own podcast. It's called Yes, I Am the Veteran. And uh, when when does your podcast air? So my podcasts are uh, Wednesday. Um, usually they get released like either in the evening or first thing Thursday morning. Okay. So Wednesday and Thursday morning. So uh, we actually have uh, Brandy on our show pre-recorded. So her show is going to air on July. So if you want to know about her story, tune in on July and we're going to release it then. Elisa, how are you doing this month? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, mental health month. I keep feeling like every month has been mental health month for me since I was 18. <laughs> so yeah. just being from like being with the mental health background and everything. Um, I've been trying to put out more blogs and just mostly focusing on my patient care. And then when I'm not at work, just focusing on my own care lately. Been low key. Um, I'm a new homeowner now, so that comes with excitement and stress. So I've been dealing with that too. Congratulations on the new home. <laughs> yeah, how Thank exciting. You. I've seen pictures that you posted on it. It looks really nice. And I can tell you're really proud of it. So that's awesome. I mean, especially Thank in California, you. like the prices are so high out there. Yeah, I, I think I've been saying I live in probably one of the only affordable places in Southern California, the Mojave Desert. Um, I mean, it's still kind of expensive, but, um, you know, I luckily I, I, I did what I usually like to do. I've found a chain, a connection. I used, you know, my network and timing, you know, it was timing and everything like that. And it just, I just happened to find a place that had everything that I wanted for the most part. Did you use your VA loan? <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I don't know if they still have this, but um, there is that COVID forbearance. And that means that if you can't, um, or if you want to catch up on your payments, you can uh, you can postpone paying off your mortgage for up to six months and extend it for another six months, and then and then the VA will go in and do a partial payment on that, so that it acts as like almost a second mortgage, but it it looks like a lien, and then um, there's it's zero interest. So if you needed help on that because of the COVID going on and forbearance plans, they have that going on, which is something to look at into. I'm not an expert, but <laughs> you can look that up. So, yeah, um, as far as the moving month goes, do um, you guys want to share any stories about moving while active duty or moving while um, getting out PCSing or retiring? I have a good story. Yeah. So um, a lot of people don't think about it, but after you get aerovaced, you still have to be a process. So I was aerovaced from England, um, and then they had me go to Ramsai and then forward from there. But um, my spouse was remaining because he was active duty as well. Well, he had to uh, process us. Well, I had told him because we had like a, a beer fridge because we had like the dual voltage house. So we had like the fridge that they have with uh, like the British style right and then we had like the U.S. fridge well it was entirely full of like beer 
um, obviously, because, you know, we were younger and then we had a bunch of wine. Well, I had told him, you know, be very careful, you know, and make sure that if they're going to have this, give it to them when they're done. Well, he gave it to them at the beginning of it. So the movers packed our stuff all crazy. And um, literally, like, all the wine, I think they put 18 bottles in one box. Wow. The wine did made it, it survive? Yeah, the furniture did Oh, my it. God. <laughs> so that's funny because I have done, okay, so I went from Texas to Hawaii, Hawaii to Louisiana, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Oklahoma to Florida. So that's about five PCS moves. Um, and then, so some of my stuff still has those stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys know I'm talking about those movie stickers with the numbers. Um, these movers would get mixed up on them because they would call out the wrong numbers. And for the most part, I've never really had an issue with getting my stuff moved or like losing things. But um, I don't find out till like months later that I'm missing like one box or like two boxes. And it's just random things like this move. I'm, mi I'm missing my hats. So in the Navy, we have these covers, right. Of, um, of our, uh, commands that we've been to. And it has like either mine, I was on the Nimitz or the McCampbell and I love those ball caps. And like, I don't have any of my ball caps anymore or wigs or like hair stuff. Like it was all in one box, which is so weird. But, um, any of you guys ever had an issue with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I found that there's this group on um, Facebook. It's called PCS Moving. And people will post like, oh, I accidentally got somebody so-and-so's box. <laughs> yeah. And, and then um, I saw an article where some lady put in like the, you know, the Apple trackers in one of the boxes just to track the movers to see where they were going and it was but yeah so bags uh, tags you ever get the the air tags yeah you can track them anywhere in the world like you just slip it in a box and then you can just track it all over and it's yeah like, yeah i've i mean i've never tried that i have like apple products like find my iphone but i've never used that so so it's also asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And you guys know that I'm Filipino slash Pacific Islander. That's a huge thing. Like people are like, are Filipinos Pacific Islander or not? Well, it's Philippine Islands, right? And then when I do like my DNA tests and everything, it legit says Filipino and um, Pacific Islander. So I have this shirt on. It says, Ay nako. <laughs> it's, um, it's Filipino. It's pretty much a shit saying that's like, oh my God. It's an expression. Um, and I really think that it's important to share culture and share the diversity um, because we bring a lot of different talents to, you know, the military and to United States. I know there's, there's been bases, you know, in the Philippines, in Japan, in China, um, and in uh, and Dubai and Bahrain and stuff like that. So I think that's super important. Have you guys been doing anything different at your place of job to celebrate that at all? Well, you know, um, my son is part Filipino. Uh, his, my ex-wife was Filipina. So, um, of course, you know, we always enjoy when he's he's learned and cooks, you know, a couple of dishes, Filipino food, and it's always good. And, and I've asked you, Lynn, for a couple of recipes. So I think it's always, you know, important to, 
you know, when you, when you do have an ex, you know, sometimes it's, it's, you know, you lose that part of their culture, that society. And I think for children, it's, it's important to continue that if it's important to them. And, and we do that here. Cause I think it's, I think it's important and it's important to him. Um, he, you know, that as you graduate school this year, he's planning on uh, hopefully to travel to the Philippines at some point. Um, he's still in contact with his cousins and stuff over there. So he'd like to go to Manila at some point and go and visit him and, and I may or may not go with him. I, I wouldn't mind going. I've never been to the Philippines, so I think it'd be fun. Um, but I always think it's kind of important to do that. Great. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> we see you, brother. <laughs> well, our message is up. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Blue. Oh, I see. It says, what's up, gang? <laughs> um, okay, so next weekend is a big weekend. And uh, I've seen some stuff on Facebook where some veterans get offended and some don't when you say happy Memorial Day, right? So it's Memorial Day, right? We all celebrate how we individually celebrate. A lot of veterans want to educate the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day because people will sit around and thank us for a service and that's not really what it's for. How do you feel about that controversy? Do you care if people say happy Memorial Day? Elisa, do you care? Um, well, yeah, I, I wrote a whole blog a couple years back and it was titled, it's never a happy Memorial Day. <laughs> and I went into all the reasons why, but yeah, I, I don't get angry. Um, but I tend to want to just remind people, you know, what, what the day is actually about. Anger is never my go-to. It's, it's just more like education. And sometimes people just honestly forget the difference, um, and then I explained the difference between Veterans Day, Memorial Day. This is the solemn day to honor, you know, those we've lost. And then when Veterans Day comes around, then, you know, that's more like party, celebrate, you know. And that's just my take on it. Randy? I mean, I think um, civilians in general, like a lot of times, like military hospitals, like make them uncomfortable. Like they don't want to say the wrong thing. And so, you know, they want to just say like something they feel is PC in like the middle of the road. And not everyone understands, you know, the differences right offhand. So it's like maybe like a uh, like a reflex almost where they just, you know, it's like the appropriate thing that they feel like would be to say. And to us, like, you know, for we think of what we've lost, you know, or, you know, who we miss or we carry with us. So I think that it's definitely a, a solemn time. But I think that it's always good for like reflection, like po in a positive way, you know, and if you're not doing okay, you know, it's okay to reach out to other people and just talk to them, you know, even if it's just reaching out to a battle that you haven't talked to in a minute, because we get so busy in our own lives, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, shit, it's been four months, you know, or something, and, you know, just like, uh, just send that message out, or just reach out, you know, and then there's a lot of different organizations that are doing, like, Memorial Day um, events where you could help with, like, laying the flags, or different um, volunteer uh, just opportunities where, you can either like help out as far as like, cooking prep or signing up, but chef, uh, definitely check your local area. Sorry, can't talk today. But um, I mean, there are a lot of things out there that really do help the veteran community, you know, and if you're not sure what to do, you can definitely look and volunteer or sometimes it's just nice to be around other brothers and sisters in arms around this time. Um, I know uh, wishesforwarriors.org has a lot of amazing um, excursions right now that are going on and you can sign up right now. So I definitely recommend it um, as far as like maybe signing up for these all expense paid trips, you know. Wait, maybe excursions? Like what? Girl, yes. Yeah, see, this Girl, is why I don't know about this. Podcasts. This is why people watch the podcast. <laughs> yes. 
So, which is from warriors.org. That's actually how I met the head of uh-huh. YouTube, um, Brian Oakland. He actually does amazing custom builds for like grunt style, black rifles, a lot of um, pretty amazing companies. Um, his Instagram is like uh, gun porn, basically. So unique ARs, check it out. It's amazing. Like I've, um, but he actually paid for 11 veterans to go all expense paid to Idaho last year through Wishes for Warriors, which is on wishesforwarriors.org. And so they ask, you know, like the standard questions and then they, you know, go from there. But some of these are all expense paid. Some of these are partially paid. However, this one was all expense paid as in the flight was paid. Uh, we got picked up in a, a hum, like a Hummer or Escalade, yeah, that's, that's what it was. And then we stayed in like a Hilton, but it was supposed to be like an Airbnb, but there was some craziness that happened. But we ended up staying in a Hilton and then we went on a caravan through the Oazahi, I believe it is, mountains. And um, literally it was like a caravan of $250,000 with the razors we were in for like a whole day. But they have like events there multiple days as well, actually a lot of them. So this is around Memorial Day, you say? Um, well, they've got, an, and I know they have a ride coming up like uh, June 10th at 12th, um, and that's with UKRs. They're hosting that again with uh, Living the Outdoor Life. I can't remember like the name of the organization, but like it's a professional hockey player. Like he's also going to be doing like a three-day uh, ride with the Razors, but there's a lot of different other events as well. Like they do like snowboarding clinics, skiing clinics, um, really mm-hmm. everything. Go like fishing. Um, some people like to do hunting. But they have a lot of people that are uh, phenomenal sponsors to them, and they do offer it to the veteran community, especially those of us um, that maybe uh, impinge in a different way or, you know, um, don't really socialize with other veterans, you know, sometimes combat veterans as well, you know, they just want to be around other people that can understand and you don't have to explain so much. Right. So that's why I think that it's cool that they have these offered to veterans and they're not trying to make a buck off of the veterans. You know, they record, so the veterans have something to remember it by. And it was a really cool experience. Like, like I said, everything was paid for. They didn't try to sell the veterans or have them do, like, a timeshare briefing to go. It wasn't like that at all. So I definitely recommend, like, uh, to any veteran to look into that just because of the fact that it's an amazing resource, like, nobody knows about. Pretty dope. Okay, so on the comments, um, Chris says, I know my brothers who gave their life for our country would be pissed if I wasn't celebrating them on Memorial Day. Chris Boats Oshana says you have to celebrate their lives. And I agree to that to a certain extent, you know, like you should be celebrating people's lives. I think you should also take time, you know, to think about them and toast to them. Of course. Yeah. Cliff. And should toast that good 10th Mountain whiskey. (laughs) Uh, That's right. Speaking (laughs) of events. So our boys are going to be at um, Golden, Colorado with 10th Mountain whiskey. We're doing the warrior ride. So it's going to be a huge event. I know they're going to do the podcast on stage out there. And then, so that is this coming Saturday. And then um, if you're in Florida area, Fort Myers, me and um, the face man, Dave, is going to be out there um, doing the Memorial Day run out there. Um, Do you guys have any other special plans for this weekend, Cliff? Um, I have, I have some friends, they, they moved to Texas last year, San Antonio, they're flying in. So I'm going to have a small get together at my house. I normally just do, uh, just small things at my house. Um, you know, and then usually I reach out to friends of mine that, that have served in the military and just let them know, Hey, I'm thinking about you today. And, and, you know, so, and so, you know, if, if 
friend of ours had passed away or something like that. I, I, I keep it pretty simple. And then if they want to reach back to me and talk with me, you know, normally, you know, that that's what occurs, but I just think it's important to, you know, kind of remember their life, remember the good things, you know, I'm Greek on my mom's side of the family. And, and anytime there was a, a death in the family, we never celebrated that part of it. We always celebrated their life. And that's just kind of how I always grew up. Uh, we weren't allowed to go to funerals when I was a kid or anything. So, um, and because the parents wanted the kids to always remember the good things and not the funeral, you know, not the end. They want to remember everything else. Um, and sometimes I think that's important. Sometimes I think people forget about that, especially if it was a traumatic event, right? We know what the wars that went on, it, you know, there were some things a lot of people had to deal with and I had to deal with a lot of things. And I think it's just important to, you talk about those things, remember those things, but also remember the good things and, and the, the ones that made you laugh and, and, and that kind of stuff. And try not to go down into that, that rabbit hole because it, it can lead you somewhere where you probably don't want to go and you probably want to try to avoid. So. So Chris Hanks says, when I was in St. Louis this past weekend celebrating the warrior ride, the family of Sergeant Anthony Maddox killed in action in Afghanistan. Mom said, we need to celebrate him. Have a great time for my son were her words. So um, I love that. Her family, yeah. uh, one, one way that I did celebrate Memorial Day or do try to celebrate Memorial Day is I go to different, um, you know, memorials or, um, you know, where veteran parks or VFW or um, even like a museum, like an old ship and celebrate those people in the past. One year, I really, this was what, probably one of my favorite Memorial Days is I went to Military Town, USA, and that is in San Antonio, Texas. And oh my God, it was great because, uh, you know, you remember the Alamo, but it's such, there's such a huge history of military in that town. You don't know it unless you like take the tour or take the time to actually learn the history. And so me, I'm a big history nerd. And so I'll go to you know, San Antonio, or I'll go to um, like an old ship, an old museum ship, maybe the Midway in San Diego, or like a World War II memorial um, in Na uh, New Orleans, which is amazing, or the memorials in, in Pearl Harbor and stuff like that, just to celebrate the past of the people before us, you know, who gave their all. So uh, is there any other um, specific ways that you guys celebrate Memorial Day? The, the more, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Elisa. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're the, fine. The more, the more meaningful thing that I would do, when at least when I was working for the Vet Center in Brooklyn, um, was when that time of year would come around, we would always do an honoring ceremony, which involved like an opening quote, prayer, but, you know, all of our clients would gather at the Vet Center and we would allow them the time and the space to bring up anyone that they wanted to remember that day. You know, anyone that they had served with or that they had known that they had lost. Um, or just even if not that, give them the opportunity to talk about what that day means to them. And then after that, we would have light refreshments um, and just, you know, talk and just be there for each other. So that was um, very meaningful. And I'd also hosted um, some some chat rooms on Clubhouse. And I remember doing that last year, especially when I was heavy, heavily involved in Clubhouse and giving people that outlet during the pandemic when no one was really allowed to go out and do anything. Um, but for now, I'll probably be, I'll probably be 
laying low and knowing myself writing some new content about it. Great. So we have another book in the works or what? <laughs> <laughs> A whole book. I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> quotes, poems, blogs. I just knowing myself, it, it's really hard to say what I'm feeling out loud. So I tend to go more inward or it's going to it's going to get on paper is probably what's going to happen this weekend. Great. So Memorial Day is tough on a lot of us because we have, all of us has lost someone um, in the service or we've known people who are, who we've lost in the service. So, you know, it's important again to take care of your mental health. And so I want to talk about some of the things that we do for our personal selves to like to give us that me time to give us that that space for for us for our reflection or to help us stay healthy. Um, Brandy, go ahead. Do you have anything to say about that? Um, for me, I I guess what gives me peace is giving back to other organizations that are helping veterans that are in crisis. Um, then they're trying to, to, to deal or to even like, I guess part of the day, like help in one way with like either like flags or with volunteering. And then, um, I guess the other part of the day, just trying to celebrate, um, veterans or I guess, uh, people that have like lost their lives or, I mean, just try to be around my brothers and sisters to begin with. Um, I know that there are a lot of uh, nonprofits, usually they do events on Memorial Day or around that time as well um, that are for like PTSD awareness. Um, they also have ones that are for like homeless veterans as well. But I think really just um, trying to be present, I guess, with my brothers and sisters in arms like, is definitely something I try to do every Memorial Day um, weekend, if not just like the um, day itself, but like just that weekend. Just, I think the sense of community, I think especially if you have PTSD or you're struggling, you tend to isolate yourself. And I think especially weekends like this, you know, it's really good to be around other people just to have that sense of community and maybe uh, keep your mind off of um, darker things, unfortunately. Those are great suggestions and great things to do because, I mean, that's why we're all here, right? It's because we want to help other veterans. Like for me, that's really like, um, it's therapeutic. It's because like, it's not, it's not that like I know everything or I have, or my life is perfect. The reason why I'm helping other veterans is because I know what the struggle is like. I've been there. I've had my own struggles. We all have our own struggles and helping other people, other veterans also helps me along the way. You know, that's why we have that VTT official Facebook group for people to, you know, reach out, you know, try to lower the 22 a day. And, um, I'm so thankful for that group because I'm not perfect. And I've found myself in dark places and I've reached out to some people and they're always there, you know, Cliff. Well, you know, and, and, you know, on, on side of that there, you know, I have friends who, who never served in the military, but they had, you know, family members that served in the military and, and these days can be just as hard of them as, as if you had a buddy that served and, and passed away. And so, you know, always make it a point to, to see how they're doing. You know, I have a very extended family. Um, and by family, I mean, you know, just like we were saying with the BTT and then with what I do with Mental Health Warrior. And then, of course, my own business that I run, you know, Cliff Bauman's Story of Hope. You know, and I always, 
you know, I stay on social media quite a bit, you know, especially late at night because I don't, I, I normally don't go to bed till midnight, 1 a.m. And I'm just looking for people who may just be reaching out and you, and you, you know how it is, you can tell, and I may not even know them. And I'll just reach out and say, hey, how you doing? Or what's going on? Or, you know, are you feeling okay? Or what happened today? Just something, right? And, and sometimes it sparks a conversation and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, to me, I just find that, you know, I'm sitting on TV watching Rick and Morty in the middle of the night, <laughs> texting people. Uh, you know, I had a, Anthony was on my last podcast. Uh, he's a two-time Marine deployed, uh, lost a lot of buddies in, in Fallujah. And we, we become friends because he doesn't go to bed till late at night. So a lot of times we're up in the middle of the night, you know, texting each other on Instagram about, you know, how his day went or what happened. And, and he got a, a dog as a therapeutic dog helping with his PTSD. And he's always, you know, posting pictures of his dog and stuff. And so, you know, it's just great. You never know when you're going to strike up a friendship or, or, you know, have somebody that needs that little extra help. Uh, so I, you know, just be mindful and make sure you take care of yourself. You know, I exercise a lot. I, I post pictures of me and my dog. Falco, we're out running a lot and, and doing things, but that's my release. That's that's how I, you know, help reset myself or refocus myself uh, is when I'm out and doing those kinds of things. And so I would say for everybody just to take that moment for yourself that you like to enjoy, whether it's, you know, writing like uh, Lisa was saying or, or something that you do to just kind of help yourself because sometimes we forget a lot, especially all of us talking here we are very unselfish people and we will help somebody until the end because that's just how we are. And, but sometimes we forget to help ourselves. And so, you know, sometimes that's as important as important as it is to help others people. So. Totally agree with that cliff. Um, another thing that I found and I've talked about it on um, other episodes is I found this hiking group. It's like a veterans hiking group and they travel around the nation to different cities and they hold, it's, it's not really hiking. I mean, they're walking around in their um, ranger panties and silkies. So it's called Irreverent Warriors. And I love them. Love, 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 love. I, I mean, I did, I did one event here in Jack's Beach. And um, they had one recently in um, North Carolina last, this past weekend. I couldn't go because it's moving month and <laughs> solving my sister and brother move. But I'm going to go to the one in Wilmington here um, June 11th. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's crazy how when you're around other veterans and it's just like, and you're doing like a purpose, like you're serving a purpose of just being there for each other. You know, it, it feels so good. You know, like there's no, there's nothing like it because you don't have that sense of like, family or sense of camaraderie anywhere else outside of the veteran community. Uh, like what we have is a lot different and, you know, it's great. I just, I just loved it. I mean, I can't explain it, but um, if you ever have a chance, go on Irreverent Warriors and check them out because I'll be at some of those events there too. Hey Lynn, let's post that on the Facebook page on the Throw yeah. Punch by Facebook page. <laughs> I will, for sure. Shout out to IW. <laughs> I know Brandy knows a bunch of those people, too. She's, like, well-connected around the veteran community. So, I mean, like, even though she's new to veteran trash talk, I mean, she's not new to the veteran community. If you've watched podcasts or you're involved, you've seen her face, you've seen her around. Check out her new her podcast on our YouTube channel now. Hey. Um. 
I want to say something. So you know what's great about about nowadays is is that we have social media and we all can get on and talk. We have the veteran trash talk, you know, um, right. phase where we can all talk. Well, you think about the Vietnam vets. You know, where did they go to express their their feelings or talk about their service? They only had the VFW, and so you know a lot yeah. of them gravitated to the to the VFW. And, and for us, a lot of us, you know, I have the the biggest VFW in the United States two miles from my house here in Virginia. And it's it's a great place to go. I don't go all the time, but I do go go sometimes. You can get seventy five cent Yinling beer on on, on draft, which is which is kind of nice. Um, but you know, I, I think you know for us, uh, different from them, you know, we have that availability. We have that, and a lot of them uh, didn't have that back then. And so that's just a, a great thing. I just want to say that because sometimes social media gets a bad rep. And and I and I talk about this when I do speaking events. Social media can be just as good as as anything. It's just another tool to use in your toolbox. Um, and I just think it's just as important. Sorry, it just popped in my head. No, oh, that's great. <laughs> I love that. As I'm the I'm a member of my VFW here. Yeah, I'm a lifetime. So <laughs> yeah, so I just became a member recently, and um, it's great because even like like you said before we didn't have that social media that was one way that i would go and honor veterans was go to a vfw and find out what there were what events they had or what they were doing so that's well, such know, a great idea there there i was doing a speaking event in minnesota and and then he was the guy in charge of the vfw i don't remember his name it's several years ago but he said the memberships have have gone way down because you know us the younger generation we don't think of the vfw in the same way that the older generation thought about it and and he, he talked to me he said you know what you're right and you know i went home and, and immediately joined the vfw i make it a point when i'm traveling uh i go and search for the vfws in that area and i'll actually go and visit and sit down and have a drink and just visit with the people there in the local area it's a great way to find out if you're going to be in town for a couple of days where everything is right where all the fun stuff is because they know where it is uh, and so I always make a point to do that. I think it's important. And I, and I just enjoy just, you know, sitting there talking with the locals that live in that area uh, and just kind of getting their story and the story of the, the area. So it, it, it's good. Go visit them. For me, when I went to go try to join the VFW, I asked them a bunch of questions. I'm like, do you guys have any millennials? Because, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a millennial. I'm 38, but I'm a millennial. I'm like, they're like, yeah, we, we're trying to recruit younger people. I'm like, well, do you guys have any like women, women veterans there? Cause you know, back in the day, it was just like all the older male Vietnam veterans. And they're like, oh yeah, we have a few male officers there. So, which is great because I mean, I live, I live in a military town, like a small beach community. So that's cool. So we have, we have OIF, OEF veterans, millennials, like we're the new, we're the new generation who's stepping into the VFWs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're getting there. And so that's when I went to the event, um, we did this drive um, to food drive for um, junior enlisted. Um, a lot of the people who came to volunteer were, you know, around our era. So mm -hmm. it made me feel really comfortable. And so I joined my VFW here. That's, you know, when they do the big uh, memorial or, or um, oh, the big motorcycle ride, you know, they do that a couple of times a year out here because I'm 20 miles outside of D.C. They stage there. So you'll see all the motorcycles. The whole parking lot will be full of motorcycles, um, you know, for them to ride up. But it, it's it's a... If you guys ever come, if you guys ever come visit Virginia, I'll take you there. It's it's really a, it's most VFWs are small, but this place is it, it's massive. It's 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 huge. Where is it at? What part of Virginia? It's in Woodbridge, Virginia. 
Okay. Uh, but it's the largest VFW in the United States. It's pretty impressive, actually. They hold parties there all the time, and they have like 99 cent chicken wing night, and and they do all they have. They, they had karaoke. We used to go to karaoke. I can't sing with a lick, but you know nobody cares, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but it's just like you know you you know when you used to go to like the officers club or the enlisted club, you know, on the bases. You know, it just kind of has that feel to it. You know, everybody's just in there just having a good time and laughing and joking and, and carrying on. And every VFW I've ever been in, it's been that way. Do they still have officer clubs and enlisted clubs on the on the base? Uh, some bases do. I don't know. I think Navy still has them. I don't I think Air Force maybe still has some. I know the Army, they don't. They have them, but anybody can go to them. They still have, like, the officer's club, but anybody can go to it. I don't remember. It's been so long. I think um last time I went to one was in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. in hawaii long ago <laughs> you, know, I, you know i was in you know when they they used to have the officers club and they had the enlisted club and they, they got rid of them because well you know we can't have that and i don't know why they did that it was it was kind of nice because if you're enlisted you're kind of with your enlisted buddies if you're an officer you're with your officer buddies that's just kind of how the military is the high ranking well and then when they got rid of them get well then what happened you sort of have fraternization because you know, you go to the club and you're all in civilian clothes. You're not in your uniform, so you don't know what rank that person is. Right. And you know, they had, they had a huge problem with that for a lot of years in the military. So, yeah, it is what it is. Well, I have the best officer club story ever. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the group Dos Gringos, but they are two Air Force pilots um, that I knew when I was a cannon Air Force base. And so they were there um, and they would perform at the officers club quite often. Well, there was a general, he's a general now, but um, he had gone downrange with them during uh, uh, basically some ops and they came back. And when they did, like his wife had literally spent all of his money. So like his pilots had to help him get back. Um, and so they actually wrote a song about it and they, it's <laughs> called the, the bitch spent all my money. It's actually an <laughs> yeah. iTunes it's hilarious and they actually wrote it about her and I actually met her once she looks kind of like she, Mimi Bobek with like purple olive dillards on her face but like um so it, was, it made it more funny but they actually were banned from ever playing in any oak club ever again after the song <laughs> but like I said it's a hilarious song so if you look it up yet yeah, it does still exist <laughs> I wish we would say cue cue the song <laughs> yeah cue it up yeah I know right that's funny but yeah, so it's Memorial Day weekend coming up, guys. I suggest celebrate it how you want to celebrate it. Remember your friends so, and family the way you want to remember it. Um, for me, I don't get upset when people say happy Memorial Day, but I do make it a point to celebrate the lives. So do it how you guys want to do it. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, mental Health Awareness Day, guys. Take care of your mental health. Um, Everybody has their own outlets and their own tools in their toolbox. Um, what else did we talk about today? Uh, Asian Pacific Islander Month. That's, yeah. that's a good month. It's a cool month. I, I dig it. And it is also National Moving Day or Moving Month and Barbecue Month. Right. Barbecue. <laughs> uh, barbecue. <Yeah. laughs> you use mesquite cliff? Do I, I, it just depends what I'm, I'm barbecuing. Um, I just, you know, I have my, I, when I do ribs, it's a Kansas city style ribs that I do. Cause that's what I grew up with. Um, if I'm, if I'm doing chicken or some pork, you know, I'll use mesquite. It, it just varies with what I'm, with what I'm cooking. Usually spear works well yeah. <laughs> as a marinade. Yeah. I'm really Actually, you, know you know what works good is uh, gluten-free beer. Cause it's, it's got a, a sorghum manassas base what? to it. 
what gluten-free beer? Not White Claws. I, no, I use green. <laughs> it's, uh, it's called green. Green? Uh, okay. Green, yeah. It's a Belgian beer. It, it Nick teased me all the time because I was hmm. on the fast drop. I was drinking it, but I only drink gluten because <laughs> there's no carbs in it. There's no carbs in it. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really good. But the green amber ale is really good to marinate with. Um, it has a good flavor to it. So I use that sometimes. Uh, sometimes Dr. Pepper is good used to marinate, depending on what you're cooking. So, so. you do you do a wet marinade versus a dry rub. Yeah, yeah. So. so it just depends how I'm cooking them. So sometimes I'll do it. If I do a dry rub, I'll do a dry rub, and then um, I'll just slow cook them wrapped in foil for a while, and it kind of steams all the juices in. And then I'll take them out and put them on the grill and brown them, and then add the barbecue sauce during that process. It, it takes me about six, seven hours for me to cook ribs. I mean, as uh, my half of my family is from texas so i'll be the judge of that like <laughs> i'm <laughs> oh, very partial good. to texas barbecue oh, i like yeah. the brisket texas texas barbecue yes so i was in texas a while back with the ig and and we stopped at this we were uh, i don't know where we were driving but it was in the middle of nowhere and you just pop up and there's this this barbecue place so we roll in there and eat. it's like the best food ever and you know, they just, they just, you know, they had the big, you know, where they smoked the the meat and everything in the middle, you know, and everybody saw that and all sit around and, and it, man, it was good food. Matter of fact, when we were leaving and coming back, we drove back by it. And we purposely left early enough to stop and have lunch there on the way back out of town. I wish I could remember that. I think it was outside of San Antonio, if I think right. I don't remember, but it was, it was good food. Where's the best place to get barbecue at in San Antonio, Brandy? Oh man, like that's hard because like Austin's <laughs> so close too, so they have amazing barbecue mm -hmm. there too. There's like, there's a Jay Black's, there's the Franklin's, there's the, my favorite's is Salt Lake. I always like whenever I go to Austin, I always have to stop and get some plates. And they were on Rachel Ray um, a few times, uh, and Food Network. Um, and then in here in San Antonio, like there's Pollo Asado. They, they keep getting shut down because like the smoke or whatever, but it's so good. It's like a a favorite. But Rudy's is very military oriented and you see them on like the outskirts of town usually but they have amazing like brisket and um like sausage basically anything so i mean it's texas they've got amazing barbecue all over yeah no even like, like at the gas station <laughs> right? i'll have Both to just... send you the link a link later because i'm blanking on the name of the one i'm remembering but i'll figure it out for you what, in California or in Texas? Texas. But what I need mm -hmm. to find out is if it's in San Antonio, if it's a chain. Because I was stationed in Abilene, and I've lived in Houston, and I was only in San Antonio for boot camp. But I'm going to figure I'm gonna figure out my favorite for you. Just blanking. So many. Right <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is in the backyard when someone's smoking it, like, the day before. And so we're all, like, hanging out and drinking like 24 hours because they're so all about the smoking the brisket it takes about a whole day to yeah. do it so if the guy's hot it's a bonus <laughs> <laughs> all right now, dude. now i'm hungry <laughs> i know <All> right? Right. <laughs> thanks cliff <laughs> hey you're welcome it's the little things i do that's so important right <laughs> so now everybody's gotta go get the burn ins or burnings oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, okay. i know i feel sorry for people who haven't had it yet <laughs> I, know, right? I'm just I was, I was grilling it, pork so. chops tonight for dinner, so that's what we had before we came on. So, my dad's side of the family is actually from Dallas and um, Dallas area. So, I'm I love Texas food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I grew up in San Diego, but I mean, there's great food everywhere. But it's barbecue yeah. month, and what better than Texas? Yeah. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, that's one good thing I always tell people, you know, when you go out and you travel, go try something new. You know, it's Asian Pacific month. If you haven't tried Asian Pacific or, or find a Filipino restaurant and go in there and, and try some food, you might be surprised on what you like. Uh, and, you know, just always good to try new th things and try new food. For sure. Um, oh, they have, um, have you ever tried Jollibee's? Yes, they just opened oh, one for God. you. They oh my God, so here. good. Yeah, <laughs> Filipino. So um, it's a Filipino chicken, fried chicken chain, and it's so delicious. Spaghetti and fried chicken. Mm. You can get the, this, it's like a jolly bucket with yes. spaghetti. <laughs> what is it? They call it chicken joy. They have yeah, chicken the chicken joy, joy yeah, and um, the mango pies. But the chicken, um, they also have spicy chicken in it. I would say that it's almost rival to like Popeye's chicken. It's like so good. Oh really? Oh yeah. Crazy popular. Spicy you you gotta try it, Cliff. You haven't tried it yet. Yeah, you gotta try that. Like what, like five we or had six? a Filipino restaurant in Woodbridge, but they closed down. I guess COVID. Uh... Do they have LNL Hawaiian barbecue? Mm, that's I'll like a, that's like a good chain. Also, they they have one here in Jacks. I'm pretty sure they would have it in Virginia. I don't know about Texas. They've yeah. got Hawaiian here, uh, but I don't know if it's LNL. But mm. I know that they just opened a Hawaiian barbecue spot not too long ago. There's always a new spot here, getting open, especially in the Pearl. There's a lot of like culinary fusion going on. Um, some phenomenal chefs that have won a lot of awards that have started to open up a bunch of restaurants in like the Pearl area of San Antonio, which is like an old brewery, which they repurposed into like restaurants. So it's pretty cool seeing like the dynamic between the, there and the La Quinteria area as far as like one of a kind, like farm to table style restaurants too. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, we got a question. Dustin Alexander. Hey, he asks, how long did you four serve? Cliff, how long? <laughs> 34 years. Freddie, how long? I was uh, in seven years that I was medically retired. Elisa, how long? Did six years active and four years reserves. I did the same. So I did six years active and then I went into active reserves for four years. Um, so 10 all together. And we yeah. all, like I have a job in the... Um, in the government, federal government. Elisa, what do you do? Um, I work for the VA and now I'm a contractor for the DOD, Behavioral Health Consultant. Cliff? I'm 100% retired, so all I do is Hell yeah. <laughs> to my speaking events. And, That's and, nice. Right? Uh, I'm excited this week, though. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. Um, this week, we're going to choose the cover for my book that's coming out in October. So I'm excited to see the mock-ups of it. So yay. Are we allowed to talk about it yet? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about it. If Amplify calls me, I'll just say oops like I did last time. <laughs> so the book is coming out in October. Well, I'm hopefully there's a shortage of paper, you know, with printing books. So um, if anything, it, it'll be, be able to be pre-ordered by October, if not out. So we'll, fingers crossed. Uh, I'm cool. excited about that. It's It's been about a two-year project. Um, I didn't really have a ghostwriter, but I had a friend of mine that wrote with me. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's a forensic um, psychologist, so he did a lot of research into it. And it's not there's not too many books out there about 9-11 um, at being at the Pentagon. Um, and so that's kind of what I did at the Pentagon and everything. And then my life after that. So it's, it's not just my story. It's also kind of a self-help. But he branched the story out to stories of some others that were at the Pentagon on 9-11. So it's really a, a well-written book, and I'm I'm excited to get it out there, as anybody is who has a book that's out there. So, yeah, super excited for you. Okay, so Peggy Jones says y'all need to check out Jones Barbecue out of Mariana, Arkansas. 
So Jones, do you, do you own that, Peggy? Jones barbecue. <laughs> on a barbecue tour. I'm down for that. <laughs> I know, right? There you go. We just saw the sponsor and go on the road and test all the barbecue foods. <laughs> hey, must barbecue here, child. I'm just kidding. Whenever yeah. I go to a new place, I always see where Travel Channel has gone. Like mm-hmm. diners, dives, and where um, that one guy who did all the food challenges where he I goes. Or- oh, yeah. $40 a day they see for my show. Oh, right? yeah. Rachel Ray, $40 a day. So I always try to see where the food channel has gone or the travel channel has gone. Yeah. yeah. So I was in um, Illinois and went and I saw this on dives, diners, and drive-ins. And he went to the mm-hmm. first place that did the corn dogs. They call them cozy dogs or something like that but i went to that place where they originally made was a you know that's where they came up with it at and i only did that because i saw it on that show and that was kind of cool to go and do but we my wife's from trinidad and so we were down in trinidad a lot of years ago and they had this place called shark bake sandwiches where they have these these sharks i saw a show on it i think it was andrew zimmerman you know the guy that ate the weird food bizarre foods and he went there and these sandwiches were so good i mean they were freaking amazing they were just you know they made with shark and so I went and told the guy, the owner, I said, hey, I saw you on Andrew Zimmerman. And so he gave me a free sandwich. It's like, rock on, man. But they were good shark, shark bait sandwiches. And Trinidad, they were good, man. They were good. So um, Peggy says, no, it's the oldest Black-owned family restaurant and winner of the James Beard Award oh, nice. in Arkansas. Mariana, Arkansas. Barbecue tour, guys. I know, right? <laughs> Who do we know in Arkansas? It needs to post well, that. Veterans, reach out. That's what I mean. Everybody go out there and paste their favorite barbecue restaurant on the uh, Monday. Yeah, com- comment Maybe. below. That's right. Or if you love uh, barbecue, like we appreciate. I you. need to find good barbecue here in North Florida. I just I haven't found any yet. Oh no. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. Do we have any closing remarks, Cliff? Um. Nope. I think I already said everything. Just, uh, <laughs> You know, go out there and, and have fun this this week and Memorial Day weekend. Uh, if you want to tune in to my podcast tomorrow, we have Dr. Blaney on. She was on our show, Throat Punch Monday. We dive more into the hearing issues and uh, what the importance of you having good uh, having good hearing and, and making sure that, um, you know, and she talked about it on our show too, yep. um, that how certain sounds bother people. Did we, did she, she goes into detail about that. And Kevin actually chimed in that his wife, when he eats potato chips, she literally just wants to kill him. That sound is so excruciating to her. Wow. And it's, and I never heard about this before, that just some sounds and how they affect people. It's not like nails on the chalkboard. It's way worse than that. And and it's, and it's pretty interesting. I, I just never. So we, we kind of dive into that and some other things. You know, she's quite the character, quite fun. So I'm excited about that. Um, we're going to have two special episodes of, of Mental Health Warrior come up this week also for Memorial Day. So be watching for that. That'll come out towards the end of the week. I have a certain major friend of mine that I served with. Um, who's also, uh, you know, is uh, attempted suicide. Um, and so we have a very hard to heart uh, conversation. We served together. Uh, he was a great guy. He's just now getting ready to retire. He's still in. Uh, and so I just look forward to that. And everybody have a safe and healthy weekend. Thank you, Cliff. Elisa, any closing remarks? Sure. Yeah. As far as coping and camaraderie go, I've got the best of both worlds here. On 29 Palms Base, there's free Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and free Muay Thai. It is primarily all a military and veteran team with military veteran coaches and it's amazing so I'm going to try to get in at least two to three classes this week Um, but I just want anyone to know that who happens to be stationed on 29 it's it's really fun and it's an awesome experience and 
many veterans have already said that Brazilian Jiu Jitsu has saved their lives. So I just wanted to put that out there too. How do you sign awesome. up? Um, you can hit me up. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know if it was like a certain like group or like a like something through like the, the actual installation itself. Yeah, it's just if you can get on the base. Um, yeah, pretty much. I, I know the Muay Thai instructor is a little limited on who he can take in while our jujitsu class, we're pretty open for people coming. Very cool. Brandy, any closing remarks? Um, check out uh, my podcast on Wednesday. Uh, yes, I'm a veteran. Uh, we are going to be having a special guest from You Are Not Alone, Ms. Donna. Uh, she is going to talk about her Battle Buddies app that she did create for Veterans in Crisis. Um, and they do have like a special uh, part of the, uh, for women, especially uh, survivors of MST. So you can have like all like female, like crew, I guess, basically take care of you. And you can let them know if you're actively in crisis. So she's going to talk about that on Wednesday. Oh, great. Awesome. Thank you, Brandy. All right, guys, for our viewers, check out our, our website, www.veterantrashtalk.com. You can shop on there. You can get all our podcasts on there. If you're going to be in the Golden, Colorado area this Saturday, this weekend, our VTT crew is going to be there. If you're going to be in uh, Fort Myers on Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, a couple of us are going to be there too. So come holler at us. Come visit our uh, Facebook group page, VTT Official. All of us have our own VTT pages. Follow them. I'm not going to say them all. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> but um, thanks for joining us for Throat Punch Monday, guys. And we'll see you guys next time. Have a good night. Take care, everybody. Thank you.